Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 33 of the Eagle Eye Podcast. How are you beautiful people doing today? It's great to be back. Um, I'm your host again, Dylan, right here. Uh, Ivan is a little occupied right now, registering for some classes for this fall, which, you know, to me, I kind of find it a little strange because I registered for my classes in the spring and I already know my schedule. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, Ivan's doing his thing. Um, he will he will get back on though in a minute, so you know. But I will be your host for the entire pod again today. So I hope y'all enjoy my beautiful voice. Um, so along here with me is Christian. Christian's back again. Christian, how we doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good. That's good, man. That's good. Liking the New York life. Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's pretty good living here right now. Again, <laughs> no, same thing as last week. Still rain. I don't know why, but uh, still rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still raining here. I feel like you forget an hour of rain here in Texas. Yeah, well, it must be hot over there. All right, man. Well, you know, uh, today we're going to talk about the Monterey game that, you know, we got three points, big three points, too, as well uh, going over the Copa Emekis match that was last week against Dorados. Uh, tonight's Copa Emekis match against Veracruz. Uh, we'll preview the Queretaro game this coming Saturday. Uh, talk about the ladies, too. The ladies um, getting a big win last night, too, or today, last night, too, as well. Um, we'll talk about the giveaway. We, we got, we ready to announce that too, as well. You know, very exciting that we're going to announce that we got our two winners. And so, um, you know, you ready to get the started, Christian? I'm ready, man. Let's do this. Okay. So the Monterey game, you know, uh, a game, you know, that, that, you know, it was to me, you know, it was just kind of, kind of there, like, you know, um, you know, kind of just quickly, you know, just to sum it down, you know, from, from the first half to the to the second half to the end of the game. You know, I thought it was a pretty good game from the guys, too, as well. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think coming into this game, we kind of expected a close game. We I don't think anyone expected to blow Monterey out like the way we did. Obviously, there were, there were some couple of factors that led it to the result. But overall, like you said, I think uh, our boys had a great showing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you, too. Uh, I'll just get the lineup here real quick, you know, after, uh, since we're going over that. Uh, for the game, you know, it was Machacin in goal, uh, Sanchez coming into place by Aguilar, Aguilar uh, going down with an injury. You know, we kind of heard that a little bit before the game, too, as well. Um, mm-hmm. Edson Alvarez, Bruno Valdez, Luis Reyes, Diego Lainez, Guido Rodriguez, Mateus Uribe, Andres Ibarguen, uh, Uribe Peralta, and Roger Martinez. And when you see this lineup, you know, what do you think about this lineup? I think it's a great lineup. Uh, obviously, you have some key players, I guess, in Cecilio and Renato missing. And but I think this is a great opportunity for uh, Diego Linus once again to prove what he's had, what what he what he has, and uh, also a great opportunity for Jorge Sanchez to you know uh, really keep keep the flow going. Uh, he's been having uh, nice showings in Copa Mekis, and this was a great opportunity. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, man. You know, whenever I, uh, you hear that Pargilad is in doubt going into this game and you hear that Sanchez is going to step in, you know, um, that's something, you know, that I wasn't really worried about, you know, I feel like Sanchez would go in there and really step up and, you know, we'll talk about it going the game, but overall, you know, his performance was just spot on to me. I really loved watching Jorge Sanchez, you know, it was just something great from him too as well. And so um, we'll start with the first half, you know, going into the first half, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you think about the, f- the first half? 
So I guess when the game started, you can kind of see the uh, the pitches playing a factor into it. But teams aren't the both teams are uh, passing sloppy. Uh, they're not getting good shots on goal. Uh, it was just overall uh, a bad, I guess you can say, first ten minutes of the game. Um, it just wasn't good. As the game started to go on, you started to see America, you know, get more possession, start passing a little bit better, and creating uh, chances. And I think that's when um, that's when we finally started to to come in the game. I'm gonna be straight honest with you here, man. Whenever the, whenever I see this game start, up until Rogers' goal, uh, this team this team was not me, dude. I mean, this team was not what I expected. You know, obviously, you know, um, obviously, not trying to make any excuses, you know, but obviously the pitch is playing a factor, um, you know. But still, I mean, this this team was nothing. You know, nobody stood out to out to me the first 25 minutes until yeah. Rogers' goal. And mm-hmm. so you know that, that's something that's something that needs to work on too because we got to come out strong each and every game and that's something that we did not do. Mm-hmm. It's something that's that's a little worrying too right there. But um, yes. really you know going going into the, going into it though you know uh, we see Monterey trying to clear the ball out you know uh, obviously Mateus but gets that header back and finds Roger Martinez and Roger Martinez scoring his second goal this opportunity. What do you think of that goal? Oh, I think it was a great great goal by Roger Martinez to kind of you know get away from the two defenders and just slide uh slide it in home. Honestly, if you actually look close at the replay, that's why I say the pitch comes into a factor. If you actually really look close at the replay, like, the ball is going and, like, the little hole, like, in the field kind of, like, you know, moves the ball and, like, into the uh, the direction of the net. And uh, I don't know. It's, it, was, it was pretty cool to me. But nonetheless, it was still a great goal by Roger. A uh, great heads up by Mateo Suriba. I think you can agree with me there, just heading the ball towards his direction. And it was a great way to open up the game for us. Oh, it most definitely was too, and you know, it's something, something great to see Mateus Uribe being aware of his surroundings and stuff too. You know, that's just something that you expect from Mateus Uribe, and he still continues to do it week in and week out, and that's something great from him too as well. And that goal to me was definitely needed for this team and to pick me up for this team because after that, that's when you see the team get going into another gear. It's like they shifted gears, and that's something this team really needed too as well. Yes, definitely. Uh, and then you can start. You can, like you said, the team begins to get more possession. Has the ball more? I think you. We kind of frustrate Monterrey a little bit, and uh, I guess that's where the next event happens. Yes, definitely too. And you know, we see we see Stefan Molina get that red card. You know, obviously, you know, a, a big blow for them too as well. Monterrey um, coming in. You know, he see us making some plays. He see us doing some good stuff too as well. And so, you know, definitely frustrating for them. You know, Monterrey going man down too as well. Yes, definitely. And but the thing is, I think I guess it kind of well for the last like. Later part of the half, I guess it kind of worked in their favor. I think Diego Alonso uh, really sent sent the message to them, like, okay, listen, we're man down, you know, let's start, let's start pressing, let's start going at them. And I guess they did, uh, they did what they had to do for that for the uh, remaining part of the first half. And you know, they they were they they looked like they were the the guys that were man up, not us. And it was a little a little bit worrying for me. Uh, I don't know what you think about that. No, no, I definitely agree with you, man. I mean. You know, obviously, like I said, you know, that first goal is something that we needed. But, you know, then then again, at the end, too, you know, like you said, Monterey were pressing, you know, Monterey were giving us no space. You know, they, they were they were seeing the better team and they were the better team. And that's something, you know, that, you know, we can't allow, especially a man up. And so uh, Diego Alonso really getting it right. And, you know, we didn't really see no adaptation from the Aguilas as well, too, and that. So really, you know, I see the first half, you know, I guess I'd give it maybe a C plus at most, maybe. C plus, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, obviously, you know, this. I mean, if we see this too, this is our this is 
our strongest lineup too as well. Um, like we said, we have Cecilio on the bench. We have Renato Ibarra on the bench too. And, you know, that's what the depth is for too. Uh, Andres Ibarguin, uh, the line is stepping up. And, you know, still, I mean, something's got to give eventually, man, because uh, it wasn't working in our favor that first half at all. Yeah, I agree. And I think Miguel Herrera and Jan noticed that. And once the second half uh, starts, I guess you can start seeing America, you know, get back into in the rhythm and uh, start pressing like they were in the in the first half. Oh, most definitely, yeah. Um, you know, there were some times, too, though, you know, um, really, you see, it's kind of, to me, it was a little back and forth a little bit, too. Uh, Monterey were pressing a little bit. Uh, you see uh, Aguilas pressing a little bit, you know, going into the second half, too, as well. And so, you know, that's something you want to see from, from this America team, too, as well, especially from Piojo with his tactics, because, you know, that's something that we've always criticized. That's something always that we always said, too, as well. And, you know, I think we're seeing that week in and week out, too, with, with him, too, as well. I feel like he's starting to adapt more. He's starting to realize what this what 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 the opposition is doing and how he's going to do handle that too as well. Yeah, I completely agree. And also like we I guess me and you have mentioned this both um the midfield. I think when Monterrey was uh was starting to get those chances and uh start getting getting more possession, I think Mateos and Guido did a really good job of getting the ball back and start creating the chances for us. And I think that's where the I guess the kind of the swing of the game in the second half goes and they really dictated the tempo in that second half. Definitely, definitely, man. And, you know, anybody that knows me and anybody listening to this pod, uh, I always constantly repeat myself. The mid, To me, midfields win you the game. And that's something that, that Guido and, and Mateus Uribe came out and did. You know, they won the midfield. And, and it showed it, too, in the end in the end result, too, as well. Definitely. Uh, we should talk about that second goal, yeah, uh, which and, was a, a great a great goal, in my opinion. Yes, yes, it really was. Rocket, rocket of a header from Bruno Valdez, too, as well. And, you know, um, coming out, too, you know, I, I just, I just, I don't know, I felt something different, too, whenever you see it, too. This team was coming out, was creating some chances. And, mm-hmm. man, he just, he just, I just, I don't know, when Mateus even went to that corner flag, dude, and he took it, I just felt it. I just felt it. And all of a sudden, I just see it going, too, right there. And I was just like, like, come on, man. Like, that's something that, w- that was huge needed right there, too, for us. Definitely. And the way Bruno Valdez got away from his marker is, uh, is pretty impressive to me. Uh, I guess that's a great goal for him in terms of his confidence. Mm-hmm. It was a great goal. Um, yeah, props to, props to Bruno Valdez there. Yeah, something something definitely, definitely needed to right there as well. Um, you know, and then obviously, you know, we get into some get into some changes too as, as well. Uh, we see Carlos Vargas come in in the 59th minute for Luis Reyes, uh, Mateus, um, I mean, Renato Ibarra coming back on the pitch in the 69th minute. Coming in for Mateus Uribe, and we see Joe Benny Corona coming in too as well. Um, your thoughts on these substitutions? Oh uh, yeah, I think they were great subs. Uh, Carlos Vargas for Luis Reyes, I guess it, it's all right. I mean, I don't think it was needed. Maybe because of of the Luis Reyes uh, yellow card, maybe maybe as mm-hmm. a precaution. I guess maybe that's why he did it. Uh, Renato for Mateos, it's all right. It doesn't really bother me. Then you see Diego Lainez move into like that um, that position behind Roger Martinez. Mm-hmm. I guess that's where that's where we kind of want him to play more because that's where he favors. And Joe, Joe Corona for Peralta, that's fine just to regain uh, some control in the mid after Mateos comes out. Now, re- remind me, I, I I brought it up to you, but I don't remember exactly when it happened, but Carlos Vargas' free kick. Oh, dude, oh. when did this happen? I'm not for sure remember what minute, you know, but that's something, you know, that I won't forget because I – I mean, even though he didn't make it, I I, yeah. I doubted Carlos Vargas. I doubted him. I really Same. did. And and he came out. You you know, despite him not making it, he proved us proved us wrong in the end, man. I'm hitting the post. Proved us definitely wrong. Um, I saw Carlos Vargas. I, oh man, I can't remember the other player that was next to him. 
I honestly thought it was gonna be the other player that's gonna take it, but then when I saw Vargas take it, I was like, oh well, what the hell? And they hit the post, dude. I almost lost my mind if that would have went in. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, Iwari win, was it? The next time? Was it Iwari win? Oh, I'm not too sure to be honest. I can't. I couldn't really tell you. I don't want to give out false information. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, def- definitely, dude. I mean, really, it it was it was a great great way for Carlos Vargas to really stand out, and that was, that was something great too as mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, uh, we'll get to the third goal in a minute, but you know, something else I want to point out was Renato Iwata. Man, I mean, really, this guy didn't even seem like he was coming back from an injury. I mean, lost no step whatsoever. He's coming about, you know, dribbling past defenders, drawing some fouls. Um, I think I think it was him, actually, that, that drew the foul that led to that Vargas almost making so, that free yeah, kick too um, as well. Almost positive it was, yes. You can see Renato come, come on to the pitch and immediately has an impact. Balls go ball slow to Renato. Renato just takes down the wing and creates chances, and that's uh that's the Renato that's the Renato we need all season long. And it was great to see that on on uh, on Saturday. Most definitely, most definitely. But uh, we'll go ahead and get into the second, the third goal, uh, the final goal that Andres Iwarguen drew the penalty uh, from from uh, uh, the keeper too. Uh, Andres Iwarguen, I think he was trying to get past the keeper, you know, to have a chance, but he trips him up and fouls him, and then we see the ref point to the penalty spot. Uh, obviously, the right call. I don't think there's no argument there, you know, that shouldn't have been a penalty or anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, yeah, despite the fact, you know, I think it's good to see Andres score. I think that's something he really needs for his confidence because, uh, to me, in, in this game, uh, it still wasn't enough for me in this game from Andres either. Listen, Andres Ibarguen, I think I tweeted this out. I don't know if anyone follows me. I tweeted this out. If he, uh, if Ibarguen uh, learns how to finish, this guy is deadly. I can remember probably at the top of my head three to four chances where he takes on the defender, beats the defender, but then on that on that final pass, he just doesn't know what to do. I guess it, I don't know. I guess, I guess you could say it's lack of confidence, you know, maybe because he hasn't been getting by defenders recently, then he's like, oh, okay, well, now what do I do? But I guess th- as time goes on, you you will, I guess, hopefully uh, see his uh, decision-making improve, and that will be a great benefit for us. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And, you know, um, obviously that's how the game ends, 3 uh, nothing. Um, I really, I mean, I don't see how you don't argue that this is more than just a 3 nothing a 3-0 game, a 3-0 win for America too. Um, if you compare the first half stats to the second half stats, uh, we had four shots total in the first half compared to the second half. We had 14 shots total. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of those shots being on target and nine of them being on target in the second half. I mean, a, a drastic, drastic change too for well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this team was clicking most definitely in the second half. Um, do, you, do you think, you know, well, we were lacking something in the first half compared to the second? I guess probably the wingers. Um, you really didn't see much of the wing. Uh, the wingers do anything in the first half. Um, like I said, when Rato and Andres Ibargan really got in rhythm, that's when you start to see our big chances come in. Uh, you can compare the first half and the second half. The first half we had one big chance, and um, the second half we had four big chances with two of them missed. So um, I definitely a better showing in the second half in terms of our wingers. Yeah, most definitely too. And I think you know. I hate to say, you know, but uh, Diego Linus, you know, really not not the Diego Linus we wanted to see uh, after coming off such an amazing game uh, last week too, getting two goals, you know, so, playing so good. Um, you know, something surprising too that, uh, in my opinion, that we didn't see him get subbed off in this game. Uh, I guess Miguel still wants to bestow that confidence in him, willing to play the full 90. But, um, you know, that's okay. That's okay because, you know, um, it's hard to be consistent in the end. Too and uh, I think we I think we can still all agree that Diego Linus has the talent he has it there and everything like that you know um I don't think we should just let this one bad game get to him 
Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, but um, I mean, I, I feel like he'll show out too eventually. But no, I mean, uh, other than that, do you do you think you know with the, the lack of finishing that we had too in the second half? You know, do you think that's a con- uh, a concern? Um, I guess you can say it is a concern. Uh, cause like let's just say this game is one nothing or a zero zero, and you have those chances and you don't convert. You know, I guess that that's when it, it come back to bite you. Like I said, I guess it's only maybe a Barguin that needs to work on it. Oh, and that one Oribe chance that he missed uh, right in front of the net. I don't know if you remember that one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess our finishing still needs some work. Uh, brush it up, I guess. We have a we have a game this Saturday, which I think we can do that. And if our finishing improves, this team will be that much deadlier. Yeah, most definitely. You know, I think I think we can still take this back to, to the Glasuda, too, this, this past year, too, as well. Uh, that's something that me and Ivan always preach, too, is, you know, bringing our shooting boots. And, you know, to, to a sense, I still feel like we brought it. But, obviously, you know, you look at the stats – and you know, if you look at the stats first, and you don't look at the scoreline, I mean, you're gonna think this is this is a high-scoring game in favor of America. But then when you see it, it's three nothing. I mean, you you really expect more, and you're really expecting America to go out um, five goals. I think I think we can say that you know it could have been five nil, you know, mm-hmm. but it didn't end that way either. Yeah, uh, I guess Miguel Herrera kind of brought some light to to this and saying that it's good to see that more than one person is scoring. You know, uh, I guess the goals are being distributed around the team. I guess that's a good thing for us. But like you said, though, this game could have easily ended 4 nothing, 5 nothing in our favor. And um, I guess the finishing needs to improve a little bit. I guess uh, I think we can both agree on that. You know, it, it's interesting to me, too. You know, it's uh, how Oribe Peralta takes that take that goal that he missed after he scored last week, too. I mean, you know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just there. I mean, like, he had it right there. Um uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Ibargwin had a, had a couple of chances too, or maybe I one think Ibargwin had a header, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he got crossed in. Yeah, and Roger too. Yeah, yeah, and so you know that's that's just something you know to look out for, something that needs to be improved too as well with the yes. team. Uh, but other than that, you know, uh, we we did see some improvements with this team this week. Um, obviously, a little bit more work can be done with this team too as well. I think we can all agree mm-hmm. with that. Uh, but you know, other than that, you know, I think. Overall, if you would grade this team, I think it's a solid B-plus performance, in my B opinion. B-plus is fair. B-plus is fair. And we have the almighty Ivan back, too, from registering from his classes. Ivan, how we doing? Good, gentlemen. Good, good. Been listening to what you guys have been saying. And I think you you boys got, got it spot on. I think it's a solid B-plus performance. And I think you're seeing the team slowly start building a little bit more track record with each other. And this should kind of not be a surprise because, to be honest, this is honestly the same core that we had last year. So you'd expect the team to start progressing even better from the beginning. But the team's starting to catch on. It looks like our shooting boots are starting to get there. And, you know, the more the more chances you can create, the more opportunity you have to actually give yourself a little bit more of a wiggle room, wiggle room to miss some of these shots. But... Ultimately, I think the team's performing pretty well. There's a couple of players that maybe still need to step it up, and Ibarwin's um, definitely one of them. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. So the season's still very short. We're only three games in. We'll have to wait and see whether or not uh, we can continue the performance that we have. Yes, yes, definitely agree. Uh, one player that stood out to you this game, guys, who was it? I would have to say probably Mateo Zuribe. Mateo Siribe really did a great job in controlling that mid and getting those two assists. But I think, uh, obviously, everyone could say it's key. Um, yeah, I guess Mateo Siribe would be my my standout player for this game. Okay. Ivan? 
I'm going with Diego Linus, and it's because of the fact that he did not have the game we were expecting. And this is due to the fact that we hyped up this kid. And we've seen this before so many times that, you know, like a, a youngster comes in, has a great, wonderful game. I don't know if uh, you probably won't recognize him, but do, do you remember Torito Silva, Christian? I do not, actually. Came out to the Cantera. It was when uh, Daniel Brailowski was, uh, was, was our coach. He okay. had a stunning of a goal against Guadalajara in, in the Clasico and everyone hyped him up afterwards. And it, it just, the kid didn't really, wasn't able to perform afterwards. I mean, mm-hmm. we have plenty and plenty of examples of, of, of kids that come through the, the ranks. Um, and Diego Linus is much different to those players because he's, he's had this kind of uh, this year under his belt where he's had kind of this hype around him. And I just, he was my standout player because he didn't stand out in the sense. And I, I kind of was expecting that. And, I, I, I can see this kid maybe struggling a little bit, but he has every right and every talent to, to start next game. And hopefully, you know, with the right people around him, you can easily see this kid turning around. The thing about okay. Diego Linus, I think, oh, sorry. The thing I think about Diego Linus is, uh, that amazes me is, you know, his um his ability to not let, like, the press get to him, the the spotlight get to him, the pressure get to him. We've seen him uh, multiple multiple times in uh, post-game uh, interviews. But he says he he likes he likes the pressure, you know. He likes being in this position, and I don't think that that's gonna make him grow. And okay, you have one bad game, but it doesn't seem to get to him. So maybe this will um help him, and he can improve for the next game. Tonight will be important for him. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, yeah. Tonight will be important. For him. Um, if I had to choose a player, yeah, I, w- I would say it's Sanchez. I mean, I mean, I think we can all agree too that you know, uh, whenever we see him in the lineup after Barguilar goes down, uh. You know, I, th- I don't think we had a problem with that. I don't think that made you nervous, so, you know, but just for him to go out and really perform the way like he did, you know, you know, it was just great to see that. It was really great to see that, you know, and, I, you know, it feels comfortable. Yeah, you we know, that one, we have Sanchez there. We have one hell of a player in Sanchez. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that much because he's very versatile in the sense that he can also play us left back. And you can see that this kid is determined. He's not one of those kids that come in and was like, oh, whatever, so I'm just going to be playing with the youth team and blah, blah, blah. No, this kid knew that he had an opportunity to to fight for the first spot. And if I'm Paolo Aguilar, I'm kind of looking back and saying, damn, this kid could easily catch up to me. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah, most I, definitely. I guess that's what you want in a, in a case, uh, you know, to get the best out of Paolo Aguilar, knowing that this kid at any moment can take your, spot, uh, your starting spot. So I guess that this is a, a good thing for us in a way. Oh, yeah, and competition is always going to be important. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's what we have now in the team. You have these youngsters coming up the ranks that can easily put some of these players in their in, in, in line. For example, George is going to easily put either Paolo Aguilar or Reyes in, in, mm-hmm. in a tough position if, if, if they start slipping up. Uh, we could say the same thing about the left the left wing. I mean, if if Cecilio or uh, Ibarguen aren't doing the job, you know, you have Diego Linus right there. You have the likes of uh, Tony Lopez, who's, who's doing wonderful things. So you can easily see that the internal competition is definitely going to bring out the best of our players, and I think we're 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 starting to see that right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, most definitely, I agree with you. Um, anything else you gentlemen like to add on this Monterrey review? That I think I could have easily gotten that for no prediction if America. If Ibarguen. If Ibarguen. <laughs> Listen, if you bought him learns how to finish, this guy would be deadly. And I guess all the memes, all the all the hate towards Ibargo will go away. He just needs to learn how to finish, get that final third decision making better. I I, I I'm just gonna end it with this. And when you said that he was like 
he's kind of becoming kind of the scapegoat for us and like he he's just kind of choking in front of goal he reminds me so much of someone you even know dylan do you guys remember narciso mina yes he reminds me so much of that two different players of course but uh Two players that could take on defenders, and whenever they had an opportunity to score, they found the perfect way to blow it over. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely, yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, right. I'm. Um. I've been wrapping it up right there. Uh, let us know in the chat. You know who was your standout player. Uh, let us know how that goes and everything. Uh, we now move to Copa and Mekis, guys. Uh, who fell asleep watching the game against Dorados? I think that's uh, that was about ninety percent of Americanistas, and I, <laughs> probably some of them in the stadium as well. <laughs> Which can we talk about you... the the uh what are they feeding the bugs down there? I mean they're ridiculously huge. Oh my god, you've seen that right? The the, oh, the moth dude. the moths would pass through the TV and I would look but I would look all around my room looking for that moth because I thought it was in my room the whole time. <laughs> it's ridiculous, what's going on down there? Um, I mean, yeah, obviously not the game we expected. You know, uh, I think, you know, you see the lineup, which you know, I don't have out right now, which I was slacking on that. Um, but, you know, uh, obviously full with some youngsters too right there. Um, you know, you wanted to see these youngsters come out and perform. And, you know, to the sense, not really what you expected either. No, yeah, we had a lot of babies. And um, even though we had a lot of babies, I think we expected a little bit more from them. Just because they were they, they were performing for the for the first two games, you saw that they actually brought it, and I don't know if it helped being at home because again it's an away game, and let's be honest, the pitch conditions were terrible. I mean, we talk about terrible. the Azteca, the fact yeah. that the Dorado Stadium was in that condition, it was ridiculous. It was like it was like who's playing? It was like we were playing to see who had the worst pitch. In the <laughs> and um, I, I saw the pitch. And I thought we were still in the Azteca the whole time. Oh, exactly. <laughs> It was it, it was terrible and and maybe that 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 gave a little bit of something but but still you know they're youngsters they're kids and you know they they still got a I would say a pretty decent result to go out there with kind of a, I want to say your B slash C team and get uh get a pretty good result against Dorados I you know that that's something to say and and it wasn't even for for us to be saying oh we weren't even that good we actually had some pretty decent chances but the goalkeeper was on was on a pretty good night. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm, but I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to put pressure, you know, on some of the kids, you know, because obviously, you know, it's, it was filled with a lot of uh, the kids from the academy. But you know, especially the way they go out and play against Veracruz, you know, don't you, don't you think, you know, that would go out and translate against Dorados too as well? I mean, I mean, you would, you would kind of expect a win more than a draw. Yeah, I guess, I guess you can say that, but I don't know. I guess the pitch had they had to do something with it. You kind of saw them kind of uncomfortable in the in that position. That's it, not an excuse, obviously, because, you know, they're professionals and the pitches for both. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess it was all a decent result for us. I, I can understand why it is that I and, – and to kind of say what you were saying, I think we do need to put the pressure on these kids because it, that's the only way they're really going to excel. Um, and hopefully that's kind of a reminder to them that, you know, in these games is kind of where you have to stand up even more. And the away game is always going to be a little bit more difficult than a home game. At home, you recognize the stadium. These these players have played on that pitch before because they've played in the youth academy on, 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 on that turf. And to go away in, in kind of a different environment and, you know, it, I, you can get it. it. It could be an off night for everyone. And if it was, then that's understandable. Then, you know, you just pick yourself back up. I think the team did well, though, collectively. I think we had some pretty good passes. I think we had some pretty good intentions. I think we just kind of lacked a little bit of that final third decision making, which tends to happen with some of these players. Because let's be honest, 
as much as as much as these players know each other, it's it's not like they play week in and week out. You know, you can only you can only recognize what you do so much on on the training pitch and actually try to apply that into a game. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. No, I I understand. You know, you know, it's just it's just interesting to see that um you know like the likes of like Tony Lopez and you know uh players like them you know go out and you know uh, not necessarily perform to to what we think they can perform you know um i like you said i do agree with you You know these players came out and did have a have a, a good decent game against this dorado side uh obviously like you said too the dorado's keeper was on point the whole night too uh making some big quality saves too as well um but you know at the end of the day you know it's 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 a it's a result you know that that is still good you know we're still on top of the table uh by goal differential too as well we still have tonight you know to solidify that too more as well but you know um uh, uh at the end of the day, you know, um, not not too satisfied with the draw because I feel like this team could go out and go get that win against Dorados. But at the end of the day, you know, um, it is what it is what it is to me a little bit too as well. But uh, uh, we still have another chance tonight against Veracruz as well. I think if you look, the two two players that for me were the most disappointing that night, and this is arguably different to other people, but for me it was Henry Martin and Tony Lopez. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I can agree with that. Because I think yeah. you, see, you see Henry has this, uh, this responsibility and this wonderful, wonderful opportunity to be kind of the, the leader and kind of be the, the guy for the Copa Amekis. Mm-hmm. And he's not really he's not really taking this opportunity. He's not solidifying himself as our key striker for the Copa. I know, I get it. You don't want to be known as the striker for the Copa, but guess what? You don't have much of an opportunity right now in the league, so mm-hmm. take, take what is given to you. So hopefully today he can solidify himself a little bit more. And Tony Lopez, uh, I, you know, we were we were hyping him up, I and mean, he had an tremendous, tremendous game against Veracruz. And for him to kind of just slack off a little bit, it uh, it, it was a little worrisome because you would imagine this kid to do a little bit more, especially because I think some of us we were writing him to to take the starting spot in in the league. Yeah, yeah, especially after that that Veracruz game the first time, man. Uh, uh, he was on the bench that 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 same weekend, you know, that that they played. You know, I'm a little disappointed that he didn't come off that bench, you know. But obviously, you know, uh, Piojo's gonna have Cecilio come on and get those minutes too as well. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, we see that and you, you see he has the potential to make the bench and potentially uh, start a game. Yeah. So, I mean, should we jump into what's gonna be the game in a couple of hours? Yes, we will jump into the Copa Amicus game against Veracruz in Veracruz. Um, you know, we, uh, the starting 11, you know, that that was um, out yesterday. You know, I got it right here. I'll mm-hmm. I'll say it out. It's Machacin in goal. Uh, Sanchez, Zamora, Aguilera, Vargas, Alvarez, Corona, uh, Linus, Renato, Cecilio, and Henry Martin. And you, you kind of see, see this, you know, and, it, it, you know, it seems like uh, – who's going out for that win, you know, to really solidify that top spot in the Copa Mekis. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you kind of see the the youngsters in the midfield kind of take the take the bench this game. But for the same reason, I think I, I agree with you. I think Piojo really uh, needs the win tonight because um, you never know what can happen against Veracruz, you know. So mm. I think I think Piojo is really going out full force tonight. And I agree, and you and you you beat me to my point. Is the fact that you see this lineup and the lack of babies are is is kind of a bit shocking because that's kind of what we were expecting. But uh, we're going down to the Estadio Pirata Fuente, and you never really know exactly what you're gonna get out of a Veracruz side, especially in a Copa Mekis game. It could easily be one way, or it could easily be another. Uh, 
usually not our best place to go play at. I don't know if you remember in the Clausura how how bad that kind of went for us. You, you know, had to tie it up almost last minute. But I think uh, I think the lineup is good. I think there's a couple of players that kind of stand out to me. Uh, obviously, Sanchez to see if he can repeat what he did uh, against Monterrey. Zamora, uh, a player that I personally do not like. Uh, I think he's 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 just a rookie at this point, and and mm-hmm. his positioning for me sometimes is way off. Uh, and I now I, I criticize him, but you know what he reminds me so much of? He reminds me so much of Edson. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I remember you telling. I remember you telling me that one day. And I'm, and then I, I've, I've, I've always said this. Edson, when he first debuted for us, I, I didn't like him at all. I didn't like him all whatsoever. At his positioning, just way off. He just seemed to get lost sometimes on the pitch, which sometimes, granted, he he still does, but he, he's he's gotten much better at that. Um, but you know, this kid looks like he's he's hungry for for not for a chance to redeem himself and for a chance to kind of maybe fill in the shoes for Edson as well. So. Samora is also one of those players that I think we got to keep an eye out on for this game, see how well he can solidify himself because I think he was a little bit shaky against Dorados. And then I think uh, if you see Edson in that center mid spot, I think he's going to be happy. He, we, we know how much he likes to push forward. And then Diego Linus in, uh, in what could be uh, in what could be a camp position. Yeah. yeah. I think Diego Linus in that camp position is something we want to see. I guess him from the start, you know, we saw we saw him play last time in uh, last game in Monterrey, but I kind of want to see what he, what he can do there from the start of the game, especially in the game like this where I think you will have Veracruz kind of hungry. Because correct correct me if I'm wrong, but I guess this is do or die for Cruz uh, for Veracruz. If they lose, I think I think they're they're done. They're they're no chance of them qualifying. So you know they they might they might want to come out with the with a bit of hunger. You know, trying to win this game to uh, salvage something from this Copa Mickey's. We'll see if this game's physical as it was the first time we played them too as well. I think oh. we can all remember that game being so physical. Vargas um, is yeah. probably looking like, why am I starting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the players even saw a red card last time out too as well for Veracruz. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think, I think well, obviously you see this lineup, you know, this lineup I think can go out and definitely get get a win. Um, will it be easy? No, because I, I know in the history there too, uh, you know, it's not – ideally the place, you know, we like to go play to as well. And, you know, like I've been said, you know, think about the Clausura, um, you know, very least scraping by with the, with the draw, you know. So uh, we'll see how that is uh, tonight, uh, 9 central time for me. It's going to be 7 Pacific time for Ivan and 10 o'clock for Christian in the Eastern time. And it will be 8 o'clock mountain time for those who are <laughs> watching. <laughs> so <laughs> Which we, we do got a couple of mountain time people. So. Yeah, yeah. See, so shout out to them. Shout out to the mountain time people. I mean, mountain time always gets overlooked, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, predictions tonight, gentlemen. Um, I think I'm. I got. I, I gotta go with the the realistic choice here, and I'm going for nil. Oh, of course. Well, you got you got somebody in the chat said four nil today too. Yeah, Mr. Well. Chris, what's good? <laughs> man? He's uh, he's he's rooting for that four nil today. So let's go. I'm gonna go four one. Four one. Four one. Okay, four okay, one. Uh, I'm gonna take three one. I'll take three one tonight. Okay. Three one. All right. Confidence. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But here, let me throw up a question for you guys. Knowing our lineup, knowing what this lineup can do, is a one nothing win enough for us? Yes. Or for you guys? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes, it's enough for me, but am, am I going to be happy with it? No. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, I kind of agree and I kind of understand too because, you know, this is this isn't the babies, you know. We, we expect, you know, Cecilio, you know, we expect Renato to go out there and Linus go just go and Linus, yeah, to just go out there and go at it. And you know, they they have all all the right to do, you know. Um, they have they obviously got the start too, and you know, they just have to go out there and prove it now. They have to do it on the pitch. If they don't, then you know, something's wrong. Shout out to Mr. Fenton Diamond who says it's three o'clock in the morning for him right now, and he is tuning in. What a what, yes, wow, what a champ! You, what a champ, man. If we had to give podcaster listener of 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 the week, it'd be you, my man. <laughs> um, all the way all the way from Ireland too. Shout out, shout out to them Ireland. too as well. All right, well, anything else to this Copa uh, Mickey showdown tonight for against Veracruz, guys? I just oh. hope it's not a it's not a snooze fest again. That's all I'm hoping for. I'm actually I'm actually hoping for this. I'm actually hoping that uh, that with some of these key players starting, uh, we get no injuries. Yes, injuries, something we need to definitely avoid too as well. Um, with, with that being said, though, I think that wraps up the Copa Mekis talk. Uh, we're going to move on to the Queretaro preview. Uh, how excited are we for this weekend, guys? Um, I mean, if we're, it, it, it depends after this Copa Mekis game and how, 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 how excited you kind of get for this upcoming game. But I think regardless of the result after tonight, we should be a little bit excited to see how well this team can take their 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 rhythm and their form away at a very tough uh venue for us, which has always been Querétaro Stadium. Um it's it's gonna be important whether or not we can solidify that unit that we've been going. And it's gonna be important that Piojo puts out the right eleven. You know, it's it, you can easily drop a couple of these players, but are the people that you're gonna bring in are are, are they gonna be the right chemistry? True. I I can agree. Um, I think the only changes I think he would actually make would probably be the wingers and Andres and and Diego Liners, knowing that you have Cecilio and Renato there. Would you want to maybe sub uh, replace Ibarguen and Liners with both of them? I don't know. Something personally I wouldn't do. I think I would keep Ibarguen there. Diego Liners, it's a little bit maybe for me. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. All right. Well, we see Queretaro's coming off a 1-1. Oh, wait. That's the wrong. That's the wrong game oh, i'm looking at oh my gosh <laughs> give our listeners Whoa. wrong information god lee somebody somebody take the mic away from me please okay well here we go i got the right game now uh Quiretro is coming off a four nil loss against leon a four nil loss i mean our friend Kari must be really happy about that result <laughs> very happy and, and, and you know i think um uh, i think people some people can argue too that uh volpi is one of the best goalkeepers in the gamekis too you know it's something you know that you don't really expect from him, you know, not to make some of these saves too as well, um, you know. But I, I think, I think too, this is a good sign for us too. In the end, you know, I think we had all those chances created too against Monterrey, and you know, now it has to, we have to translate that over to this Querétaro game too as well. Because if you think about it, Volpi's Volpi's confidence is probably down a little bit too right now. Yeah, what's the saying? Get them while they're down. Get them while they're down. Yeah, get them while they're down. And so you know, um, really, you know, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and um. Ask for lineups. What's your predicted lineup? You know, we're going to talk about tactics and everything whenever I hear what your lineups are. So you want predicted lineups? Yes, please. Okay, I am going with Marche and Go. Um, I, do, I have a feeling Paul is Paul going to be ready. Yes. Yes. If Paul's ready, then Paul on on the right, and then Reyes on the left, and then the center back partnership, which I think is flourishing like immensely, is Edson with Bruno. 
Um, and I think uh, you move that on to the midfield. It's obviously going to be Guido with Mateo Zuribe. On the right, you're going to have Renato Ibarra. On the left, you're going to have uh, Cecilio Dominguez. And I think we're going with that 4-2-3-1. So in the camp's position, I'm willing to put Diego Linus there because I think he'll have a pretty good game this uh, coming up in a couple of hours. And then that will solidify his starting spot. And then we see uh, Roger Martinez up top. And that, that's my starting 11. Okay. Oh, so we're benching the captain this Saturday. Mm-hmm. We are, but you know what? I've heard a lot of people say that they feel a certain way when Marchesin gets the captain arms band. Like they, 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 they feel a little bit more of a leader in Marche than they do in Oribe. I can see that the way the way Marche like dictates like a game, like he starts yelling at his teammates, you know, you know, do this, do that. I don't know. I kind I kind of like Marche's captain, but you know, <sighs> we'll see Saturday. Christian, you got your 11? Yes, I do. Uh, I have Marchesina in net. Uh, Luis Reyes as left. The Bruno and Edson partnership. And I, actually, I'm going to keep Jorge Sanchez there. I really like what I've been seeing from Jorge Sanchez. I hope he really gets to start. In the midfield, I'll take Renato Ibarra on the right, Guido Mateos, and I'll keep Andres Ibargun there um, just for the sake that he has been he did great last week. Hoping to repeat that this week. And I'm going to go with the same two up top, Oribe and Roger Martinez. Okay, four four two, not bad. I like it. I like the. That's always been a pretty good formation for us. Dylan, what's your what's your take? I'm, I think I'm gonna take a, a Christian starting eleven, but I actually have Paul over Sanchez. I'm gonna yeah. be real honest there. Sounds about sounds about right. I'm the only one over here wanting Diego Lainez to start or what? I guess pretty so. Much, yeah. <laughs> I just don't see Piojo putting Lainez in that camp position where he wants to play. I don't know. I, I don't, don't see it either. I don't because, see it happening. Because look, we need to get those minutes in, and by the look uh, of everything, I think Diego Linus. Why do you think Diego Linus wasn't substituted on on Saturday? Right, but aren't we? I thought, thought we got it. Yeah, I, I thought think we got we're done with the minutes. Yeah, we're done with the minutes. I'm almost yeah. positive we're done with the minutes. Yes. Yeah, uh, this is how we done with the minutes. It's three games in. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, but I'm almost positive I seen something that we are done with the minutes. Yeah, the the English account for America tweeted it out, uh, oh, like a little art, a tw- tweeted like an article out, uh, saying something about we don't play youngsters, and they have an article, and um, they were they were second in minutes, but I'm pretty sure they've completed their total minutes that they need to. You know, yeah, even mm-hmm. even Garrett and Lapchus said, "Yep, we reached the minutes." So. Oh yeah. man, how do we the best play <laughs> in just four matches? Yes, we're done with the minutes. Okay, uh, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, going back a little bit too, um, so what's something that we need to do? Uh, to me, I feel like we know we need to come out, you know, pressing as always in the opening minutes too, as well. Um, you know, uh, Ivan, I'm pretty sure you heard me too. You know, I know Christian heard me. Uh, you know, I I didn't feel this team the first 25 minutes against uh, Monterrey until we had that Roger Martinez goal. You know, something's got to mm-hmm. change in those in those first opening minutes. And what does that have to be? I think we've seen this from the team since the get go. I think we talked about it in the first ever game we played against Nakaxa. The fact that the boys just kind of weren't on in in the first couple of minutes. I think they're taking a little bit longer to get into rhythm, which. It's kind of worrisome if we're talking about what Jornada Cinco now. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. talking about the, your fifth game, you should be ready to go from the get go, and and that is a worrisome thing. You you need to get going right away, and I think 
it, it's gonna be even tougher and at, at an away pitch, you know, because mm-hmm. a home team can settle in much faster than an away team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, agree. I mean, you, you're gonna see you, you you're gonna see that this team needs to cope with that kind of, you know, I guess disability that we have at the moment because we're not able to connect right away. But if we can, I mean, we know what we're capable of and we know that it's going to be an important, you know, role for us. I think if, if you're, if you're looking tactical tactics wise, I think the most important game is not going to be who finishes for us. I think the most important game is going to be continuously how our defense copes with Queretaro's attack. Yeah, I can see that too. Another thing is if we do get that early goal or correct me, if we do get that first goal, let's not let the uh, foot off the gas. I think we have to keep going. We saw that after Roger Martinez scored, we saw Monterrey start getting in the game more. Granted, it might have to do something with the red card that they that they received, but even then, we're up a man. We should be having control of the game, and we did not for that for that last part of the first half. So I think if we do get that first goal, just keep pressing, keep um, keep wanting the more, keep wanting more chances uh, and more goals, and I think the game should just come to us naturally. I agree with you, and 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 I I a hundred percent agree that we should. But the reason why we don't is because it's Pirlo's tactics. Is we have a goal, we we have a, a pretty good good chunk of time before the game is over. Let's give the opposition the ball. Let's give them a little bit of the game, so that way when we get the ball, we can get them on the counter attack. Mm-hmm. I've I've never liked that tactic ever in my life. <laughs> ever because this is stupid. Why are you giving the opposition the opportunity to come at you? You know, just because you're going to be able to get them on a counterattack, that, that that doesn't guarantee you anything. What guarantees you something is you getting the ball, you controlling the game, and you taking it back to them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why why managers tend to go with that counterattacking tactic, but I, I I think you're right. We should we, we should see see it an America side kind of control the game even after you're one nil up. I think that's the perfect time to start scoring even more. But we we know how Piojo is sometimes, and uh, and you know he likes his uh, he likes his counterattacks. Yeah, and we've seen that come back and bite us too. You know, it's, it's something especially not sure what you're going to want to do, especially in an away game too as well. Uh, kind of going back to what you said, you know, the home team settles in more than the away team does, obviously because you have the fans the fans to back up to the home team. And so, you know, that's something, you know, that's where you look out for, too, and something that Piojo's got to really realize, you know. Um, I know we said it time and time again, but we still see Piojo continue to do it over and over and over again. And so you know, that's something that, that Piojo kind of works towards, too, as well. And, you know, um, you know, change, changing his tactics, you know, changing what's on the pitch, you know, what Querétaro is doing and how he can fix that, how are we going to cope with that, too, as well. Um, obviously, you know, I'm still going back with the midfield. I feel like this midfield is going to be key in this game, too, as well. And so, you know, that's something that's, that's really got to stand out, too, in this game, too, as well. Yeah, most definitely. I agree. Ivan? No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, it would be important, too, to come out, you know, and really see this team press and press. You know, that's something, you know, we – I don't think we really saw in the beginning of the Sapping Tudor Two as well. Um, you know, this team is lacking that press, and you know, we feel like I feel like we gave the team a lot of time on the ball with the possession. You know, something that you know that we know we can go do and go out and do is press, 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 and get the ball back, win the ball back, and keep possession. And you know, um, it has gotten better. It really has. But you know, there's that time still that we still lack. Mm-hmm. Uh, would Would y'all agree with me about that? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Another thing I want to keep a close eye on is Oribe Peralta. Yes, he's our captain. Yes, he scored against Pachuca. No, he did not have the best to give us a Monterrey. How much longer do we give Oribe Peralta to kind of, you know, you know, cement his spot? Or do we start looking at other, uh, maybe potentially Henry Martin or uh, Fer Gonzalez even? 
Well, here's the thing. Who are you asking? Are you asking us or are you asking Piojo? Because that's two different answers. <laughs> yeah, that really is. Because and, I, I think we're, we're we're kind of to the point where we're kind of fed up with, with the performances that were the lack of performance, and we're ready to sit him on the bench. Like I, I told you, I'm ready to put in Linus instead of Oribe. Yes. You um, and I both. But Piojo, Piojo isn't ready to do that. For what reason? We guess the world may never know, but I don't know. It's uh, It should be interesting knowing that uh, we have Diego Lines that can play the camp position. He wants to play the camp position. He favors the camp position, but he just doesn't want to. And I don't know. It's um, We should we should be able to see Oribe Peralta kind of, I guess, improve. And if he doesn't, then you know what? I don't know. I think we'll, we'll just have to call Piojo ourselves and tell him to put Lines in. He's going to be too busy doing his ab crunch workouts. Dude, did you see that video? <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! You guys, you guys see the video where he like they put that music and he's like going around space and then he's dancing and all that stuff. You guys, yeah, I saw it cracked me up. Dude, I saw a video where you saw Piojo doing his crunches and the next one was like a fat like pig trying to do the same thing. Dude, it was all dude. I I died, dude. People have too much time on their hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody in the chat said that. Piojo should play Ivan Moreno. Right I saw that, and I read Piojo should play Ivan. That's all I read. And then I was very <laughs> flattered, but then I read Moreno, and then I realized that was not me. <laughs> I mean, I w- I'd like to see him come off the bench, maybe. But, I mean, I feel like that's kind of a stretch, too. But I, I definitely don't see him starting at all over the likes of, like, Renato or Andres or Cecilio. Uh, not even Linus, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's something That's something right there. But um, I definitely don't see him starting. But, yeah, he might get some minutes today. He says again. Look, but, we, uh, we, we, we know. I think we're all in favor of Ivan Moreno here because not only does he follow the podcast, but I, I think we've seen good things come out of him. I think it's a, it's, it's a fact that the game against, um, against Dorados, he didn't really bring it for me, which mm-hmm. was a bit disappointing because, of course, we're on this Ivan Moreno train. And we, we want to see this kid excel. And the fact that he kind of wasn't able to perform to the to the standards we thought he was going to against Dorados, um, that kind of was a bit worrisome. But you know, that if he does get minutes today, I can't I can't wait to I can't wait to see what he's he's capable of doing. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Ivan Moreno, we know he's a solid player. We know what he can bring off the bench option in the future. I, I see a possible. Why not? Especially with double, with double Ornada coming up. You might want to see someone get arrested, but we'll see. I heard get arrested. I was like, no, I don't think we want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, going off a little bit here, going off a little subject a little bit, but um, anything else to add to this, uh, to this uh, Queretaro preview besides our predictions? Um, Bruno Valdez for me is going to be important. I think he solidified himself as a leader in the back. And a lot of people said that we were going to miss Pablo Aguilar, but I can see Pablo Aguilar being reincarnated in Bruno Valdez. I mean, he's already starting to score goals for us the way Pablo Aguilar does. And in the air, he looks absolutely deadly. And I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be important. Um, Anything else for you, Christian? No, I think we've covered everything. All right, gentlemen, I'm getting out our prediction right now uh predictions ivan I, I don't think i even have to ask do i yes you do i mean what's the whole point you have to ask me for the- <laughs> ivan what is what is your prediction this saturday against caretero 
and this is kind of not you know trying to be off you know all funny and everything but i think you need to to sit down and realize that we're going to be at a very tough venue we're going to be at a, against even though it doesn't look like it a very tough opposition Querétaro has you know an abundance of good players that they that can come out and and, and give us a performance and i think that we we we're going to go out there and do what we can but again it's 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 worrisome that in the first couple of minutes we can't really solidify ourselves but I think if everything changes and if I think that we go out there and perform and have a good game, I'm going I'm going one no. One no. Okay. Right. I'm currently writing that question. Because then people are gonna be like, for who? Fishing. I'm gonna go four one America. Four one America, okay. Uh I think I'm gonna go back to the classic two one. I really think I really think I think we're really gonna go out and get a two one win. I just hope that whatever the result is, we keep a clean sheet because I think we've you've seen what uh what what that's done for the team. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I I I can see that too as well. I mean that that clean sheet's very very important for the back line and Machisin too as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got two one four one and one nil, and this is probably gonna be the first time America wins four zero. Um. Chris45 says 2-1 in the group chat. Uh, Diamond, our friend from Ireland, says 2-0 win for America too as well. Um, you know, just, just, let us know, just let us know what you got in, in the chat, guys, you know, what you're going for too as well. But uh, other than that, I think that wraps everything up for this Querétaro preview. And we're moving on to the ladies who go out and get a nice victory yesterday too as well. A very, very nice victory that I still wish was televised, but they're not televised yet. I know. So. I wish I wish we could give the ladies the, the time slot that they deserve. But the reason why we push you ladies all the way kind of right here is because uh, we we only get highlights. And yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can't really, you can't really <laughs> go much off of that. Um <laughs> I mean, as 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 great as as great as you guys are doing, and we applaud you for 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 the wonderful performance. Someone needs to strike a TV deal because it's. It, I, I think they deserve the recognition and 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 kind of the in depth breakdown the way we do with the men. The ladies, I think, deserve that as well because I think you know they they they're doing amazing things. Yeah, yeah, they they really are, and you know, the, um, I'm looking back at the highlights. You know, this this America team was all over Cholos. I mean, it really was. I mean, th- these ladies were going out and doing great things, and and uh, Cuevas is a cross, and for that goal at the end was just great, a great cross. Uh, the keeper got a piece of it though, uh, but still f- found found the, uh, I, f- I forgot her name. I really did, but a beautiful header too to score that score that goal one nil in like the eighty third minute of the game too as well. And she came in as a sub at the yes, second minute. Sub. Yes, nice. and scored a minute after Rebecca Garcia, if I'm not mistaken. Please don't crucify me if I got that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was her. Shout out to Rebecca, and if you guys know Rebecca, tell her that the that the Eagle Eye boys say shout out to her and the whole team. Really, I I, I think this team is 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 a prime example of, of of what a team should be. It's it's literally kind of like the men. It's the same core from the last season, and even the season before that, if if I'm not mistaken, right, Dylan? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Def- uh, yeah. You're right. A team uh, that me- has kind of gone through a bit of a crucible in the sense that they can't uh, that that they can't um, 
kind of get that victory to get to the final. And I think that's kind of plaguing them and haunting them that you can really see that these ladies want to get that kind of chip off their shoulder and they're performing. They're doing what they have to do. And in a tough environment, you know, to go to travel all the way over here to Tijuana and then go out there, play, play a very good Tijuana team and, and get a very good result on the road. I think it's important. I think even the coach, I think has said himself that, you know, these, these ladies, they know what they're playing for. Yeah, definitely. Um, Undefeated, we have the best yeah. defense in Group One, second best offense in Group One. You know, I guess that 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 speaks volumes about this team. Like you said, we're they're really gunning for that championship, and you know what? This could be the year, judging by their recent performances and how they have been playing. Listen, man, this this team can go far. Yes, most definitely. And you, you watching those highlights too. I mean, this the 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 ladies team really seems to be playing as a unit in everything too. Um, I just just kind of reiterating lots of chances, lots and lots of chances for this ladies team too. I see Cuevas going out and making some big plays on her own too as well. Um, she's doing great things and um, some of the other ladies too as well, you know, going out and making some plays of their own too. You know, it's just it's just fun to watch and I, I really wish there was a TV deal here in the States to where we can watch because, you know, that would be, that'd be great and that would be awesome, mm-hmm. awesome to watch too. So don't forget guys and, uh, and girls, if you guys supporting the – the the women's team make sure you guys use the hashtag lady aguilas just a little way for them to know that they got a little bit of recognition over here in the states by uh i, I would say the best uh the best group in in the world us americanistas exactly. yes definitely definitely um i still don't know who the former chiva is i forgot i forgot who it was that went from chivas to america for the ladies we were asked this last week too and i'm so sorry we will have that name for you and, um, next week, we promise. Well, I mean, um, I mean, like we said, you know, we wish we'd give the ladies a little bit more time, but you know, highlights can only do so much. We can only do so much since we don't have uh, really a way to really watch the game. I'm still looking for a live stream, maybe that right? we can find it and I can watch it too as well. But the next game the ladies do have is against Pumas. It is a home game too as well. Uh, should be a great game too. Um, like Christian said, you know, just kind of reiterate it. Um, undefeated, uh, four out of four so far. Uh, really, you know, sitting on top of the group, you know, a great, great team. You know, they're going out and doing great things. You know, there's something that we want to talk about we, every week. Um, you know, that wraps it up, though, and we are ready for the giveaway. Aren't we, guys? Yes, we Most are. Definitely. It's exciting, okay. exciting times ahead of us. But before we do announce the winners of the giveaway, Christian's, Chris, 45, said you look like Cecilia Dominguez. <laughs> do i really i don't know i've never had that before now you Honestly. know what your costume is for this halloween yes i've had people tell me i look like uh like tecatito but i don't know i don't know what, what resembles more <laughs> cecilio know. or tecatito I, I don't know that's the first time i ever heard anyone said uh say cecilio which i don't know if it's a compliment or uh or uh i don't know i've been told i look like um roberto tapia I don't know. Roberto, I don't see it. I know that's what I say too, but apparently I do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, before we announce the the two winners of this giveaway, we want to give a shout out to everybody who follows the pod page, everybody that comes to the live the live stream whenever we do this live, and everybody that listens on the go on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, without y'all, you know, all, none of this would be possible. Um, I I think we said it last week too, but me and me and I have never really thought that we would get this many followers 
and not even a year's time that we've been doing this too as well. Um, you know, kind of starting at the end of November, you know, we did like, what, like three or four podcasts, you know, because we had the end of the Apentura and then we had the, the quarterfinals and the semifinals. And, yep. you know, that kind of that kind of ended right there. And then we picked it up again in July. We got the whole Clausura under our belt. And, you know, here we are again in the Apertura doing it all again. And so we just want to give a big out, big shout out to everybody, you know, all the followers, everybody, you know, that comes out and supports, you know, we, we really appreciate it. And, you know, um, I, I say that a lot, too, and it's just not never enough for me. I wish I could just meet every single one of y'all, give y'all a handshake and just look you in the eye and say thank you. So, I'm, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you want to add anything else to that, man. I do, actually. I do. Um, first of all, like Dylan said, thank you to every single one of you. Second of all, this was the toughest thing, I think, the, the toughest decision us three have had to make. Uh, the submissions that you guys made, uh, they, 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 they all were great, and it was it was tough. It, we, we tried to do this as, as random as possible and know that, you know, there was no, there was no, nothing in favor for no one. There was, you know, I, a hundred percent, uh, we, we kept this and, and it's hard. It was so hard for us it, and we wish we could have gave all of you guys the giveaway uh, because it means the world to us for you guys to actually be able to be here and support us. And uh, it's, it's going to be tough to get, to only name two winners. And we have the two winners right here and right now. But it's, uh, it, it, I, I hope no hard feelings to the people who did not win because uh, I, I always feel bad because, you know, you, you kind of feel like, yeah, you know, they submit their, their you know, their submission for, for the giveaway. And, and you kind of know, like, oh, man, like, what if they don't win though? I don't want to. I don't want to come off bad to them. Um, so I hope that you guys still support us even after this giveaway. We promise you that uh, this is not going to be our last giveaway that we do something like this. The more that we grow, the more opportunity we get to do these kind of things. And hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys can understand that. And at the end of the day, we 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 wish we could give everyone everything that uh, that that we could like you know if 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 possible so uh, we will announce those winners in just a little bit but again from the bottom of the hearts of both dylan christian and myself thank you to everyone that has come out here and supported us it means the world to us because we know if you guys are here and and you guys are supporting us the more we grow the more that we can say that you guys were on this great great wonderful journey with us and uh and and that's the most important part it's a community we want to build together so let's uh let's get these two lucky winners announced and if you did not win we do apologize and we do hope that you win for the next giveaway which uh we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to to make it as big and as great for for everyone so mm-hmm. gentlemen are we ready to read out the two lucky winners yes i'm ready all right so have them right here written down a sticky note. Our first winner goes by the name. Twitter handle. Yes. Twitter handle. It was just Twitter perfect. Handle. I did not write his Twitter handle. I just wrote the name that he has on his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. I, I'll figure it out right now. This is this is this is horrible. Someone buy me some time. Oh my god, oh my okay, god. I, I, I found it. All right. Okay. <laughs> The winner of the first jersey is Mr. Garrett Kerber. That is at Garrett R. Kerber on Twitter. Mr. Garrett Kerber, you are our first lucky winner. Congratulations to you, and uh, we'll get in contact with you when to, uh, once, uh, once the podcast is over. Now, our second winner 
for the podcast giveaway for the jersey is I just realized I need to have their Twitter name on here also. So <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> oh, Jesus, why can't I find the giveaway person's name? But shout out to to, to Garrett um, for for winning this one, and our yeah, second man. winner is at underscore America G. You yes. are the second winner who is actually a female. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, randomizer picked her out and uh, and and picked out Mr. Garrett as well. We want to thank. All of you who submitted in your request for the giveaway, again, uh, it, it breaks our heart to not be able to give you guys all a jersey. Uh, we wish we could, and uh, we hope that one day uh, it comes a day that we can actually you know, bestow upon you guys, stuff like that. So congratulations to both of our winners, but most of all, congratulations to all of you for being a part of this and, and for helping us grow. Really, it means the world to us. It, it, it really does. We, you know, we, were, we were here thinking that it was only going to be five, six people that were going to be listening to us. And then, uh, you know, I don't know where we, we started growing in numbers. So thank you so much because we've met such amazing, wonderful people. And you know what? It's 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 crazy. It's 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 crazy to to know that you have so much support and so much love. And at the end of the day, like I said, it's it's a family that we're trying to grow. You know, we're we're, we're getting past the community. We're we're trying to grow a family with all the Americanistas. So thank you so much, and congratulations to the two winners. We'll get in contact with you. And ladies and gentlemen, do not get discouraged because I promise you, once we get to four hundred, we will definitely definitely get to uh to, to another giveaway and then uh we we, we expect that 500 to be a pretty good big giveaway too for 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 some of you so hopefully you guys can help us grow hopefully you guys continue to tune in because at the end of the day we just love doing this we love to interact with you guys whether it's twitter whether it's uh whether it's via uh here with the live chat whatever it is whatever it may be we're we're an open book and we're an open door to every single one of you guys so thank you so so much for everything all right, uh, Christian, you want to add anything? Yeah, I actually do. You know, just being a guest on this podcast, it's uh, it's it's crazy to see how much how much support you guys have gotten and how how much I don't know you guys have grown just so much. You know, going go dating back to like last last season, uh, it's been uh, it's been a constant like I guess struggle for me to be here. And uh, I just want to say thank you to both of you for allowing me to come here. This is I think my third week straight here. And I don't know, it's just something I've, you know, ever since I first watched this podcast, something I've always wanted to be a part of. Like I said, here, I don't have anyone that, that, uh, that I can talk America with, in English at least. And, uh, you know, just finding this opened my eyes and I was like, oh my God, I need to be part of this one day. And I just want to say thank you to both of you for finally, finally letting me be a part of this. No, no, man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Because like, I think we said it, it, it People, uh, especially to the winners, congratulate this man right here because he, uh, he, he's he's the one that's that's uh, you know responsible for this kind of giveaway. He's he's kind enough to be able to 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 get the jerseys for us and to to be able to give them away. So thank this guy and then th- thank you, man. You've you've done extremely extremely a lot for us, and I think me and Dylan are extremely grateful for that. Just the way we're extremely grateful for all our listeners. Really, at the end of the day, we we want to be able to bring everyone on. We want to be able to to have everyone. You know, we we. As much as we want to be the voice for you guys, we also want to be a path for you guys to voice what what you guys want to say, especially when it comes to the team. Yes, yeah. yes, def- definitely. And you know, um, like we always say, guys, um, come, come if 
you know, you're listening on the go on iTunes, SoundCloud, you know, obviously we want you to come out to the live show too, you know, uh, what's your opinions here too, whenever, whenever we're going live and, you know, just, just interactions on Twitter too, you know, whenever you add us and everything like that, um, you know, we, we enjoy it. We appreciate it. You know, just to, we'll, we'll, we'll respond back as fast as we can. Um, you know, um, sometimes, you know, we're a little busy too as well, but you know, uh, we do enjoy it. We really do. And so, I mean, uh, that, I mean, that, that pretty much covered everything, right? Uh, yes, uh, with with a couple of things, I think we have one one last announcement to make. And but before we do make that last announcement, um, I just kind of want to say that uh, you know we're, this is, this is all new to us, and, and we're just trying to give back to the community as much as we can and in as little time as possible. So again, we we can't urge that thank you enough. I think Dylan, me and you are I think the youngest doing this right now within the community of the League of Mekis, and um, you know it's it's it's. It's, it's a little bit, uh, you, know, you know, it's a little bit, to, I guess, mind-boggling, you know, uh, how 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 far we've gotten, you know, two two young two young guys that just talking nonsense on the microphone, and <laughs> and to get and to get to this far, thank you guys so much for the support. It, it really does mean the world to us. So again, thank you, and we'll definitely keep our word that uh, there's going to be more giveaways and, and more of an opportunity for everyone to enter. Yes, yes, most definitely. definitely. So I mean. Uh, just, just help us keep growing, guys. Uh, refers to a friend, you know. Uh, retweets, likes. I mean, everything, everything counts. I mean, really, it really does. You know, um, uh, just, just be patient. You know, when we hit four hundred, you know, just be ready for another giveaway. Yeah, refer us to your local libraries too. You never know. Yeah, never know. Never know. All right. So <laughs> one last big announcement, Dylan, that we need to make, and I think it's important that everyone listens to it, is. I'm fired. We are announcing. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I missed it. him. <laughs> I missed it. What? Oh, you missed it. Dylan, repeat your big announcement because I think uh, you burst the bubble. You said. You said. You said. Um, there's a big announcement. I was like, "What? I'm fired." <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you, you you can so you can go see HR after this. Um, <laughs> No, it's uh, it, we got a pretty big announcement to make. Uh, Dylan, when you when we started this, it was uh, it was just you and me. We we didn't really have much intentions of, uh, of even bringing on guests because we didn't even know if we could. And um, and and like we said, we've grown and and I think uh, we've grown to a point where I think we can expand our circle. And because of that, uh, Christian, we want to welcome you officially um, on board as a co-host of the Eagle Eye podcast. Someone who I think deserves it. Someone who I think has actually merited everything that he's done for the podcast at no cost. And, and, and I mean, at, 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 we haven't asked him for anything. He's willingly has reached out to us. And, and at first, he's just he, he just said, look, I just want to be able to help you guys in any way possible. And I think this is the best help that we can get from you, man. For for you to be on the show, it's gonna be a trio now, and I think it's gonna be perfect. And uh, and yeah, congratulations. We have uh, we're officially signing Christian on to the Eagle Eye podcast for a good three years. We're gonna we're gonna pay him in about four gancitos a year. And you know, uh, thank you, man. Thank you for 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 everything you've done, and welcome aboard officially. Yeah, man. No, thank you, thank you to both. Um, honestly, when you guys first told me about this. Uh, I was uh, I was shocked, you know. I I don't know, man. This is it's crazy to think that I'm gonna be here every single week. Hopefully, uh, I don't know, man. I just know it's gonna be a lot of fun to finally uh, get to do something that I enjoy. And and hopefully you guys uh, are you know get accustomed to not only his voice but his face too. If you guys come out to the live show, and uh, you know he's a he's he's a great kid. He he knows what he's talking about, and and 
trust me, you, you know, we, we wouldn't get him if, if, if we weren't comf- comfortable and confident in, in him. And, you know, yeah, I, I think you, everyone, anyone who's listening to this too can understand that. And, and when they hear you kind of break things down, you, you, you kind of can understand that, uh, that, 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 you know what you're talking about. So congratulations, Christian and Dylan, anything else you want to want to say to the, uh, to the, to the new guy? Uh, congrats, man. Congrats. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's just great, you know, to finally, to finally, like, you know, really have you on, you know, after all the stuff you've done for us, you know, like, uh, the, the, tw- the Twitter banner that we put up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, helping us out with this giveaway and everything, man. I mean, I really appreciate it all. And, you know, it was just welcome aboard. Yeah. And thank you. That, the initiation worked finally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. But I think that's uh, that, That's pretty much it. Our announcements have been made. The giveaways have been announced. We'll get in contact with you, uh, with everyone right now. And uh, again, again, thank you guys so much for everything. So, Dylan, I believe as host of today, you're uh, you're ready to wrap us off. That's it, guys. That's episode 33 of the Eagle Eye Podcast. I want to thank all you coming out, your beautiful self coming out to enjoy the show. Um, thank you again for all those who entered in the giveaway, all the support and everything. And so... Now we'll just catch you next week. You know, vamos America. Let's go get that win tonight. Let's go get that win this weekend. And that's all we got today, guys. We'll see you on the next one. See you guys. Hey, Bye-bye. guys. Take care. <laughs>